Hello, welcome back. Um, I would like to preface this by clearly stating that my opinion is not being paid for and this has not been sponsored in any way. I've never been in touch with Noom. They've never reached out since my original review. Um, I will, however, leave a referral link in the description uh, for those considering joining. Um, it does give me a minor monetary reward for recommending people. However, I didn't ever use that discount code previously because I was um, so conscious of someone feeling that, um, well, you know, the diet industry is already so well monetized. I didn't want anyone to feel that my thoughts had been kind of in any way paid for. I'm going to use that now. I'm going to still use the... Um, the affiliate program now. But if you want to go back to listen to my original review, I've made no money from that whatsoever from Noom, no referrals, no affiliate, nothing at all. Um, but since I'm going to continue to talk about it, I am going to use the link now. So just complete transparency upfront. And you can um, listen to my original review here on my podcast, or you can go and watch that YouTube review, which is basically the same, just with obviously a video component. Um, I talked a little bit more about the food and, and the actual snacks and things because I could show them in, in the video. I did lose 22 pounds and I spoke in those about how I felt like it worked for me. But I since asked on Instagram for follow-up questions since I stopped using Noom uh, before October. So it's been pretty much six months. I haven't used the app since then. Uh, but if I was to use the app now, it's still available to me. It's just a free version, which we will get into because uh, the paid period is only four months. So first question with that in mind was how long did you use Noom for? And I think around four months is what I actively used the app for. I would say the first two or three months I was most kind of engaged with it. I was very into the lessons, which again, if you want to know more about it, I do have that previous episode that goes more in depth into what it actually is. This is more just of a Q&A after the fact. Um, but yeah, four months, but two or three months, I was like really, really into it. Whereas maybe towards the end, I was mostly just kind of tracking my progress. Um, have you gained any weight back since you stopped using it? I haven't. I do fluctuate a few pounds here and there as is normal, but I haven't noticed anything significant in spite of my lack of exercise over the winter months. So that was a, a major thing. Um, the next question is, what is the biggest thing you've learned on this journey? And there's nothing that you can't eat is a major, major thing. But sustainable weight loss cannot rely on movement. I could not feel more strongly about this. So many people, when they decide to um, lose weight, they're like, right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do so many steps. I'm going to do these exercise classes all the time. That's all great. But if you're not going to keep up with that, then you will put the weight back on once you stop moving your body. Because I focused through Noom, on how I was eating. And it really is kind of a, a psychological program. Um, I think that's the reason that I've maintained my weight loss because I don't truly believe that I have done anything differently, but I must be doing something differently because I'm still 22 pounds down there or thereabouts. Uh, how much did it cost? Great question. So I paid 88 pounds for four months upfront. There's a two week trial period beforehand, which I think is more than enough time to get an idea of whether or not it's worth paying for. But when I look online, it's really difficult to see how much it is. So I think when you do your two-week free trial, you've got to do this whole uh, like quiz, which is quite lengthy, but very useful. Really important that you do this quiz. Um, so you do this whole quiz up front, and then it gives you all of this information, and it tells you how long it thinks you're going to take to lose the weight, 
it, it asks lots of questions about your lifestyle and um, then you do your trial. And at that point, I'm guessing you're going to know how much it's going to cost. Like I say, two weeks, I think is more than enough. I think if it's £88, obviously I think it's worth it um, because it worked for me, but it's still £88 for four months, which is, you know, a decent amount of money. Next question, is it worth it? Given that this was my first paid diet plan, which again is quite important information, I've never struggled with my weight. It's not something that I've been like, oh, I've tried Weight Watchers, I've tried Slimming World, I've tried all these different things. This was the first plan I'd ever paid for. I've played around with Slimming World um, with friends who were on the plan. Um, like they've told me, they've like given me old books and they've told me how many sins I could have and explained the program to me. I've I've kind of done it very haphazardly. I've also done a little bit of calorie counting in the past because I have had two children. So when you have kids, you tend to want to try to diet a little bit after having them to try to get your body back. Um, so I've very casually dieted maybe twice in my life. And occasionally I've done like exercise programs, but I've never really gone into it like this. I really wasn't sure how I'd like it, but within the first month, I'd learned so much about food and my eating habits. You can measure value in so many different ways. Obviously, I did lose weight, but I probably could have done that another way without paying a fee. I probably could have just done it with calorie counting. What made it worth it for me was the same thing that HelloFresh has. It's the same thing that makes that worth it. It taught me basic things I didn't know and that I have consciously or otherwise they've changed the way that I see food. It's like I said, I've, I've continued to maintain that weight loss. And the only explanation for that is that it has actually changed something. And so to me, it was worth it. And I do see food slightly differently now, but I can hand on heart tell you that I don't, um, can you hear money? He's drinking his water. He's decided that this is a good time to do that when I'm recording a podcast. Um, I, I don't ever limit anything. I don't ever stop myself from having anything. I just kind of see things slightly differently now. And I will, if I'm really hungry, I might make a different choice. But it's not intentional. It's not with weight in mind. I just know what's going to fill me up better. Um, is the app necessary when calorie counting? So calorie counting is just part of the app. You can calorie count for free. I've used my fitness paltons. But the value of Noom is the lesson plan. After having kids, I did do calorie counting. I always just felt so hungry. And Noom taught me how to make better choices without restricting the tasty foods. So you might already be a pro at this, but as a total noob, it was a really good element for me. If you know, you know, these foods are going to be better for me, I'm going to feel really satisfied um, and I don't feel like I'm restricting myself. If you're already good at that, then why would you pay for this? This, I think, is for someone who, when I've done calorie counting in the past, I've chosen things that will be low calorie and I'll plan out my whole meals and whatever. But I always felt like I needed more food. With Noom, I felt like there was never really a time in the day where I thought I can't eat anything else because there was, I'd either made better choices. I'd made like really protein rich or like foods. One of the things that um, really sticks out to me is there's a lesson quite early on that says like, what do you think is going to be more filling X or Y, X or Y? And there are all these different things they asked you about. And effectively, it's teaching you that the more water content something has, the more filling it's going to be. So in the same kind of idea of like when people drink like a pint of water before they eat, which is that's not the same, but the same kind of thing. If you've got a, a food that is um, more filled with water, for example, iceberg lettuce or grapes rather than raisins, then that is going to be more filling than something that is 
less full with water. Even like certain salad things like um, cucumber, stuff like that. They feel more, what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, substantial. That was just a, a stupid little thing that really stuck with me. Um, do I still count calories? No, I don't. I haven't done anything at all since October. Um, did you go back to your old eating habits? So this is hard to say. I haven't regained any of the weight, but I never think about what I'm eating. And I was always an eat whatever and don't gain weight kind of person. I'd say steadily, 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 I gained weight over the years, like a few pounds, a few pounds, a few pounds. Um, and then I didn't have scales for years because I just wasn't interested in weighing myself. It wasn't something that I ever thought about. And uh, I just didn't know what I weighed. And I weighed myself um, maybe beginning of last year and I gained two stone since the last time I'd weighed myself. So I don't know exactly how I got to that point. I don't know what habits led me there. So I can't be sure whether or not I've subconsciously broken those habits because I don't really know what they were. I did talk about in the original video some of the habits that I had before that I learned weren't great. Um, but again, I can't tell you that I'm doing anything consciously differently. So it doesn't really matter whether I've broken those habits or not because I just, I'm just kind of living my life and I haven't gained the weight back. It's all I can tell you. Uh, would you use it again for another occasion? I fell short of my target by a little bit last year, but I stopped when we went on a holiday. Since I've maintained the loss, I've been considering picking it up again this year and seeing whether or not I could just do kind of like another half stone stone. Um, by the end, it was like second nature and I barely needed the app. So if I do it, I feel like it'll be pretty easy if I decide to reduce my calories again. A lot of meal prep was involved and the meals we were having were really tasty. I think I could do it quite easily, uh, but I think I will probably use the free app, um, see whether or not I have any success with that after already having done the lesson plan previously. And maybe I'll give you an update on what I felt that was like versus doing the paid version. Uh, did you keep any of the habits? So I try to eat breakfast every day. I'm on medication now that needs to be taken with food. So that's helped to keep the habit going. But I was never a breakfast girl before. And I'm also a lot more aware when I'm full now. I don't always stop, but I'm slightly more mindful that I am eating. And I do less of what Noom call fog eating these days. I probably still 99.9% .9 of the time still eat in front of the TV or at my desk while I'm working. Um, but I'm not kind of just mindlessly eating. Like if I got like a bag of crisps, oh, it's not even, I'm not even a crisp person. I really can't even think of examples, which is a great example of fog eating. Like I probably before would go and get, let's say we had a bag of popcorn or something like that. I might just like mindlessly eat it. I'm not really hungry. I'm not really even enjoying it. I'm just eating it without thinking. And that stuff I feel like I do less of now, but I'm still not someone who's going to sit at my table and eat for every single meal and be like, oh, I'm so present eating this meal. I'm still always going to be multitasking while I'm eating. Uh, could you learn any of the brain training element elsewhere? Yes, definitely. I'm certain there are books on the subject, but what makes Noom special is that it's bite-sized portions of information each day. So I personally, if I was going to go and find that information somewhere else, I would read or listen to that book in a day or two at the start when I was really motivated. I'd have forgotten everything that I read in like a couple of weeks and then I'd be 
back to doing whatever. It's a bit like getting really excited about doing like an exercise program. For the first couple of days, maybe even a week, you're like, yeah, 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 I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. But then you kind of tail off and you're not really interested. If you've got someone that's picking you up and taking you every day and they're saying, right, we're just going to do 15 minutes or just going to do 10 minutes, you're much more likely to do it because it's bite-sized and you're being accountable. In the app, I felt like every single day I opened the app and it was just there. It was so easy to do, five or 10 minutes, a little kind of snippet of remember these things or there would be like stories of previously people that had lost a lot of weight and they would talk about their stories or it would be like a lesson about specific kinds of food it would be um how you eat uh like tips on like how to eat out that kind of thing or like options for takeaways there were also um elements of the app that I didn't really use like there is a um, like a chat function, like a community function. That really wasn't my vibe. Um, I got added to the chat and I just kind of felt like it wasn't great. I don't know if other people's experience has been different. I don't know if it's just me, but most of the people in that group, they were all massively varied in age and like where we were in the world. And I just really wasn't into it. But that is there if you were into it. And I think if one person was like very involved in that chat and was chatting all the time, there would always be like at least one other person that wanted to get involved in. Maybe they would kind of strike up something. Um, But my group was fairly quiet. Um, Although I did like that as you went through the lessons, sometimes there were questions that it would ask that it would then automatically share with the group. Obviously, it's relatively anonymous. Um, And that would be interesting to see other people's answers. And I just think, you know, everyone's going to take something different from it and everyone needs something different to make these things work. Uh, But for me, the teaching part is the part that I thought was going to be like, oh yeah, whatever. That 100% is the thing that that worked for me. It was the thing that I had the biggest like eye roll over, like, oh, little lessons. Like I don't even know how to cook or like I don't understand food. I didn't understand food. I thought it was absolute nonsense, but it is 100% legit. And I would say, if you have used other apps, if you've used other programs and they haven't worked for you, I actually think you would get a lot from this because it is different. It's not, there's nothing you can't eat. And when you put in all your food at the end of the day, it's just like, good job. You logged everything. Great. Like people who log things every single day are X amount more likely to lose the weight long-term than people who don't log things every single day. There's no point where it's like, "Mm, you didn't do great today, or you don't have to put something down and it says, you don't have to like think of things as bad food. You just log all the food that you eat. And if you can keep within your calories, great. And then every day you get a little lesson about how maybe it would be easier to keep you within your calories if you did these things. Or maybe if you want to eat a little bit more today, you go on a walk. It just felt so much more sustainable than anything else that I've ever looked at. And I, although I've never done like a proper program, I really think if you have had no success elsewhere, this might be the one. But I can totally get why people have got questions. I hadn't seen any non-sponsored reviews before I did it. So I was very um, sceptical. And that's why I've talked so much about it because although it's one of those things that it feels like you're not allowed to talk about losing weight, you know, supposed to love your body and whatever... I do love my body. I'm perfectly happy with myself, but I do want to be below a certain weight. And as I get older, it's only going to get harder. My body is, it feels like it's breaking down by the day. I am so achy. My joints aren't good. I just have like the aches and pains of someone much, much older, in my opinion. I'm not fit. I need to get back out walking again. I 
I'm so happy that I've found this because I do think that especially pre-menopause, it is useful to find a number and be like, okay, I'm going to maintain this weight. Because especially once you hit menopause, as I understand it, it is a lot more difficult and you tend to gain weight. And at that time in your life, a little bit like any other super hormonal time in your life, it's not a time where you want to be suddenly learning how to do this. I would like to get there first to kind of like get a handle on it. Um, And I'm happy that I randomly decided to weigh myself last year, completely on a whim, and uh, didn't wait until it crept up and crept up and crept up because I truly don't know what it was that I changed, but it clearly was something and that thing has gone away. Thanks to Noom, I am going to say thanks to Noom. Uh, So hopefully that was useful for those of you who were considering this. Um, especially for those of you who did ask me the questions on Instagram. If you've got any other questions about uh, Noom, please let me know. And I'll probably do some kind of follow-up for um, maybe like the end of this year if I do decide to keep up with it. Because there is a free app. This was one of the things that I was interested in. Once the paid thing is over, what happens? The free app is basically just everything but the lessons. So you've still got access to, um, well, everything. You can do your uh, weight tracking, you can do your water tracking, you can do your exercise tracking, everything, but it just doesn't have the lessons. So once you've had the lessons and you feel like you've kind of got it down, that's pretty much all you need anyway. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, and I would say also one of the things that was, um, like a bit of a red flag for some people that they didn't like was that it says that you need to weigh yourself every day. You don't have to weigh yourself every day. It wants you to input your weight every day, but you could just weigh yourself once a week and then just put the same weight in every day for a week. For me, I found that weighing myself every day was really useful. I don't have any kind of mental thing about weight. Very important to note. I'm, I'm not in any way, I don't have any kind of um, issues with weight or my body in terms of like how I feel about myself. It's not like a, you know, for some people, um, yeah, that would be a real trigger to have to weigh yourself every day. That is not me. So take that with a grain of salt because I realise that's not going to be the same thing for everyone. But for me, I found weighing myself every single day just kind of kept me on track. It kind of reminded myself, this is what I'm doing. And an unexpected benefit of that was it also reminded me that my weight fluctuates so enormously with how much I'm eating and drinking every day, how dehydrated I am, whether or not I've, um, you know, done any exercise my weight could fluctuate like five pounds in a day. And I think that that was really useful to know because if I'd been weighing myself once a week and it just so happened that I weighed myself on the day when I was randomly five pounds heavier, just for like literally one day, so bizarre, then I would be really disheartened and I'd think, oh God, you know, what's the point? I'm not even losing any weight. It's not even working. Whereas if you're weighing yourself every single day, you kind of become a little bit numb to it and you see that it just fluctuates so massively that it almost becomes nothing. Like it doesn't even mean anything. Steadily the graph is going down, but the day-to-day weight doesn't mean anything because it just, it massively depends on so many factors that are not permanent. So, you know, take it with a grain of salt, like I say, because everyone feels differently, but yeah, that's kind of how I felt. Um, Also, I am thinking of maybe starting some kind of exercise thing, but like I say, I don't want to get to, I'd like to tone up a little bit. And I do have some physio exercises that I have not been doing. 
and I should have been doing. They're like kind of pull-up situations. You're supposed to go on all fours and I've got these weights and I'm supposed to, I'm doing the, can you hear my bracelets jingling? Doing the action now. You're supposed to pull up from all fours. Um, like, like from a push-up type thing. I'm, imagine I'm holding the weight and I'm pushing it, pulling it up to the sky. So my elbow's up to the sky. I'm supposed to do those and they're supposed to strengthen my back and my neck. I, this week particularly, my neck has been horrible. Like really the worst it's been in ages. And I was saying to Lee yesterday, I feel like it's getting weaker because my head feels heavier. (laughs) That sounds so ridiculous, but it's so sore. Like I was taking some pictures yesterday and I actually caught a picture of myself where I was, um, like swinging my head back. I was trying to move my hair out of my face and my head, my face is like, ah, I caught it on camera, me being like, ah, that really hurt because my neck was really sore. And I just thought this week, I really need to get back into moving my body a little bit more. I'm gonna, I don't wanna do the 10,000 steps a day because it feels too all or nothing for me. And if I don't do 10,000 steps one day, then I'll be like, well, screw it. I've I've effed it up. I don't wanna do this. Um, But I do need to start getting out and maybe walking at least a couple of times a week and then maybe I need to do this thing every day I really do need to focus on this as a real thing that needs to be done because it is my health and it is only going to get harder as I get older I feel stupid saying that because I am only th- am I 37 I'm 37 I am only 37 am I 37 or am I 38 oh my god I think I'm 37 seven, eight, nine, ten. I'm 37, 37. Oh, you know when you like live in the next year for so long that you actually don't know how old you are? I'm 37. So I know that sounds maybe stupid to some people, but I really do feel like my body is deteriorating. So the earlier I start this, the better. Uh, It's only going to get harder with every year. Okay, I'm going to do it. In the next podcast, I'm going to tell you that I started doing my physio exercises that I was given in December and... I'll probably be really sore, but a good kind of sore because I'm really sore right now and it's not a good kind of sore. At least that kind of sore, I'll feel like I'm doing something positive. Ugh. And also, side note, you know, side benefit, maybe I'll get really like toned back. I saw Sarah Jessica Parker in, uh, and just like that last year, maybe the year before, I remember seeing, I think it was the finale where she was on the river. She was on the... um I would say bench, bridge, Jesus, what is wrong with me on the bench? She was on the bridge in Paris and I feel, I can't even picture what she was wearing in my mind, but she turned around and her back was like, hashtag goals. It was the most incredibly toned back I've ever seen in my entire life to the point where I took a picture of it and I sent it to my friend. I was like, I want this. This is what I want for myself. Also, total, total um, curveball, but I think I'm going to get Botox. Maybe that's one to talk about next time. But I saw myself in the car yesterday and the line in between my eyebrows is now so deep that it's ridiculous. It's actually, especially when I'm wearing makeup, it's too much. It's too much. And why am I waiting? I'll tell you why I'm waiting because I want to be able to say I haven't had Botox. That's stupid. I have to look at myself so much, so much more than the average person. I'm just going to do it. And I put it out on Instagram that I think I'm going to do it. And about 25 people immediately messaged me and said, you'll wonder why you didn't do it sooner. Not one person messaged and said, don't do it, it's terrible. 
which is what I thought people would say. Um, so I think I'm just going to do it. I found somewhere in town that is like really well reviewed. And because I only want that little bit in between my eyebrows, it's like 120 quid. That feels like nothing for youthful, youthful forehead. I'll keep you posted.